Consistency's key. This is Carl Lovey. I met his father in the street today. He played me this song, it's ill. Tone Sunshine, what's up? Mike Rappaport, what's up? Carl Lovey. It's called Black Power. His father kidnapped me in the street, said, yo, listen to my son. So, yo, it's Corona. Please look. I said, don't worry, Pop. Your son going to tell you about that, Joe. Dade County Choppers, what's up? Please be nation here, my nephew. And so, welcome to the biggest show in the game. So I'm outside, I'm in the street. His brother pulls up on me. He says, Joe, I need some time. I said, listen, brother, social distance. It's corona. He said, nah, but I'm never going to catch you again. I gotta let you hear this now. And so he played me his son's video called Lovey. C-A-R-L-O-V-Y. The song was incredible. It's called Black Power. And so uh, I suggest y'all follow that man and look up that music. Yo, listen, man. Corona, much finer vodka. That's where we at with it. This is the big, big show. Today is a very personal big, big show. Because it's personal to me, right? And so, fire signs if you saw Fat Joe, Pistol Pete Dog in the Yard, on the Drink Champ show. And so it seems like every time I get on with my brother Nori and EFN, I get so relaxed. I trust them so much that I talk about things I normally wouldn't talk about. And so, Fat Joe fan, UK, I'm gonna be out there August 8th. You better, you better come find me. You've been supporting me for so many years. Yo, Lucky Church, what's up? Armando, what's good? And so, in the Drink Champs, see, you gotta understand, man. 25 years of anthems, of ups and downs. 25 years. When you talk as much shit as Fat Joe, you bound to get under the hot seat. And so, at Quincy Jones, the Wiz, Thriller Off the Wall, Frank Sinatra, so much greatness, Quincy Jones, the greatest ever. I'll advise you to go see his documentary. It's amazing. And because I love Quincy Jones so much and his accomplishments, to music, culture, and television. I compare my best friend to the greatness of Quincy Jones. 
Now, did I say DJ Khaled is better than Quincy Jones? Hell no. Nobody is. But you, the, the, the Twitter society, which guys, you try to cancel me every other day. I don't care about you guys. I'm a brick and mortar guy. I believe in real life. I was looking at Twitter. They said, yo, his hood packet, hood pass is revoked. I'm like, that shit funny to me because I was sitting on a motherfucking beach chair in Harlem in the middle of the block. I see as fuck when I saw that on Twitter. This is the type of shit I tried. The Twitter, if you let them fuck with you, they mean nothing to me. Right? And so what I say is, we know what you meant, Krills. I know. I know you know what I meant. You know, there was a guy, your job, there was a guy who said, there was a guy, he's still out here, God bless him. His name is Jacob the Jeweler. Jacob the Jeweler was doing jury for all hip-hop artists. He, he lit up the game so much. That now every jeweler, they probably don't even know that they're jacking him, but it's Mike the jeweler, Johnny the jeweler, Jimmy the jeweler, Juan the jeweler, this the jeweler, because he did so great that they want to refer as Jimmy the jeweler, Johnny the jeweler, Kevin the jeweler. And so what I what what I alluded to, there's only one Puff Daddy. There's only one Dr. Dre. There's only one Quincy Jones. There's only one DJ Khaled. Ten years from now, there'll be a kid making music saying, I'm the DJ Khaled of whatever the time is. In no way do we say he's better than Quincy Jones because nobody's better than... Actually, nobody's better than Quincy Jones. That is a fact. And so when you're so dominant, when you Joe crap and they can't make a hole in your Teflon, you come on the IG Live and talk shit with the biggest people in the world, everybody come every day to watch this shit. They try to damage you somehow. No, bro. I talk my mind. Don't watch the interview. You don't like it. And all we try to do, yes, exactly. I aspire to be as great as Quincy one day too. I doubt it. The man too great. And so, cancer society, they try to finish you, means nothing to me. You can't finish me. And so, because Joe Crack, we, we, we play the humble route. But I'm, a, I'm sort of a unicorn myself. Yo, Raul, what's up? I'm a unicorn myself. It's never... I'm for everybody. I'm as black as black, but I'm Latino. I can't lie about that. There's never been another Latino in hip-hop like Joe Crack. And if we mention my brother Big Pun, that's under me. That's my umbrella. That's Terror Squad. So you'll only be speaking to my greatness. If we talk about Quincy Jones, Thriller, Off the Wall, then I executive produce Big Pun. You're speaking of my greatness, but I stay calm and humble. I play footsies with you guys. When people come on here and they try to big me up, I try to play it down. Joe, you... And so... It's just amazing to me. 
And I think you know what I meant. But they try to go hard. Me personally, when you talk about Twitter, Twitter's just there for like uh, to finish you. If you pay attention to Twitter or you thick skin, because I've been through so much shit in my life that there's no way a Twitter could stop Joe Crack. <laughs> it just doesn't exist. Shout out to Rock and Much Finer Vodka. Uh, every Tuesday, Revolt TV, 10 p.m. Ain't you proud of yourself, man? Look at this, man. We have a community that every day at 8 p.m. Eastern, we go on and we talk our shit. And we never know who's coming on. We, I mean... Look at the white vans is out. They want white van talk. We have a segment called white van talk. Where allegedly people used to get thrown in the back of a white van. We have Chopra moments. Just the other day. My brother Omari came up here. You know him as Ghost from Power. He said he wants to sit down with 50 and Courtney. The growing up of ghosts. But you heard that here, man. And so people think Kanye West is crazy. But what Kanye West taught me was, if you don't big up yourself and your greatness, no one else will do it for you. And guess what, guys? When I'm dead, I'm not going to be able to see all the shit y'all going to cry about. And Post said, oh my God, he was the greatest and we didn't know he was the realest. He's still with us. He just, yo, bro, I'm going to be dead. My kids may see, that's a beautiful thing. But I'm gone. And so, these guys be funny to me. They told me, oh, shout out DJ Khaled. His album just went gold in one week. To put it in perspective, I put out, Fat Joe put out an album two years ago that still hasn't went gold. Okay? His shit went gold in one week. And so, what do you want me not to big up my brother? Why you want me not to big up my sister Remy? Making movies. Came out of prison for eight years. Got a mansion with a pool. You don't want me to big up my people. Tony Sunshine's happier than he ever been. Juanito, what's good? DJ Juanito. And so it's just fucking weird to me that people get upset when you big up the obvious. The Nick talk is coming up. <laughs> the Nick talk is coming up. Because a lot of you guys are bandwagoners. You joined the bandwagon. So I was all alone. I asked some of my favorite New York rappers, my brothers. I said, yo, you going over there? Joe is looking good over there. They got Kyrie. They got KD. They got Harding. Damn, these guys I used to sit next to in the Nick game all the time. I mean, the greatest Nick fans. It's looking good over there. I'm staying here. I don't see nobody reposting the Nick shit. I'm saying, you know, uh, Pete Rock keeps it real with the Knicks. Oh, uh, but I'm like, I feel all alone. So they worked hard. We got a young team. Julius Randle let it, let it off. R.J. Barrett put in that work. I'm not going to lie. 
I wanted Zion. I still want Zion. What was my biggest achievement? Somebody said, I think discovering Big Pun is my greatest achievement. Discovering Big Pun is my my greatest achievement, and uh, working hard to make him a superstar. Uh, Edgar Balanga, what's up, baby? Knockout King, yo, G Spin says still talking. Yes, I'm talking Knicks. Yes, I'm talking Knicks. I'm a really talk Knicks, and I got the number one Nick fan coming on here today. I tell y'all, today is about me. Today is about me. I'm personal with this shit today. Ten years we ain't go to the playoffs. You know how hard it is cheering for a team that don't win? They go across town, they make a super team. Everybody's talking about going. I asked Spike Lee. So Spike, you from Brooklyn. If there's any chance for you to go, they threw you out the garden or some shit. He went through the run. I said, I said, this is your chance, Spike. He said, fuck no. I've been a Knicks fan since I was a baby. I, ble I bleed blue and orange. And I looked at Spike. I said, damn, man. Spike, really, really loyal, man. Roxy? What's up, Roxy? And so, uh, proud of my Knicks. Know what I'm saying? Got a lot of shit going on out there right now. Uh, but, gotta understand, man. I'm the guy you want to be your friend. If you guys was as lucky enough to have Joe Crack as your friend, you would know through your darkest moments, he will bring you your most clarity. He'll be right by your side. Whether people like it or not. Shout out Mr. Ness, Grandmaster Flash, Furious 5. I heard the DMX album. Classico. Shout out to Swiss. Everybody on it. I don't know if I could tell a business. I don't know if I... If, is there a track listing out yet for the DMX album? But wow, this album's amazing. UFC Mark, you always asking for white van talk. Why you can't be a nice guy one day, man? Y'all always want that gangster shit. Michael Matt, what's good? And so we started this show. Yeah, three months ago, executive producer Azariah Milan Cartagena. That's why she had that elaborate birthday in Turks and Caicos. She brought five of her best friends. They flew on that private. They danced all night. We still made them go to school virtually from Turks and Caicos. These girls sitting over pools, sitting over lobsters, and they over here doing their schoolwork. The business had to be done. And they did it. But because she's the executive, this would not exist if it wasn't for my daughter. She turned 50. Dad, go on there. Talk to your people. Same thing with my wife, the Puerto Rico. Uh, Hurricane Maria. We watching it on CNN. I don't know. I'm not no fucking politician. I'm not no... She looks at me, she says, yo. You got to go. You got to do what you got to do for your people. 
And I'm like, what can I do? I don't know, but you got to do it. So I got up with Jay-Z, Rock Nation. We sent them planes out there. Shout out to Ruben Diaz, everybody. Who, just the whole city. Right? But it's the strong women that are behind you that push you. To do the impossible. So my daughter said, get on the show. Talk to your people. And I'm not mad I love Remy Ma. I'm not mad I love DJ Khaled. I'm not mad I love Big Pun. I'm not mad I love Pat Poose. No, sir. I'm not mad I love Tony Sunshine. No, sir. I'm not mad. I love my Knicks. DJ Kelly album gold in one week. If y'all think that's regular shit, that's on you. I'm not going to keep explaining it to you. Many artists, many DJs, many producers have gotten big boys together and the records tanked. Brick. DJ Khaled. Puts hit records together. My prayers are over there in Palestine. I don't know what. My prayers are. Please, peace. I once again am the only hip-hop journalist who did a show about Palestine and Israel. My brother, they tell me you're the know-it-all of Nick fans. I was introduced to you by Chuck D, a public enemy. He said, Joe, you got to get my guy on the show. <clears throat> How long you been a Nick fan? Joe, first off, it's an honor to be on a big, big, big show. Thank you for having me on. Salute and bless up to the Rhyme Animal, Chuck D, man. He's been a champion of the Knicks fan TV movement since the beginning, and I got to thank him for this opportunity. I've been a Knicks fan since 9-3, man. You see John starts to dunk right behind me, man, and I just remember as a kid just growing right, let's up. Go, let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go. Let's I, go. I personally... Yeah. And I might be the second best Nick fan, or third besides you and Spike. I don't believe John Starks dunked on Jordan. Yeah. I don't believe I, he did the dunk. Jordan was just in the area, and yeah. us as Nick fans, we saw something we ain't see, yeah. and we've still been talking. Pat Poose just did a commercial for the Knicks where he says Starks dunked on Jordan, and uh. It's cool, um, but I don't think he dunked. Do you think he dunked on no. Jordan? Joe, he he didn't dunk on him, but that's there was some mysticism around the dunk, right? But it, but the dunk, it it wasn't about dunking on him. It was about taking it to MJ. It was New York versus Chicago. It was the unscripted drama, the physicality, the toughness of defense. When John Starks made that dunk, he said, "New York, we here." That was the New York we here moment. You know what I'm saying? We're not backing down from nobody. How old are you? Because you look very young. How old 36. are you? I'm 36. Oh, so you look, young you 36. Look younger than what you are. You're 36. 36. Now, being 36, yeah. you're young enough to jump shit. Yeah. Brooklyn gets Kyrie, KD, James Harden. I know they was in your ear. Nah. Nah. I know they wanted you to cross the bridge. Has anybody tried to convince you to cross the bridge? Joe, I do a weekly segment with Max Kellman on ESPN. Every week he's trying to get me to go to Brooklyn, go to the Lakers. A diehard Knicks fan never jumps ship, Joe. You know that. I had to air out Michael Rappaport a couple months ago. He, he went into Barclays Center with the Nets jersey on. I know he was trying to support Oak. I understand that. But he turned into a jump shipper. Now he's trying to come back into the fold. I had to air him out on Twitter. 
and get Remy up out of here, man. We don't jump shit. on here right now. Yo, Michael Rappaport, I thought he was a diehard Knicks fan. That's what he claims, Joe. But how are you going to go to Barclays Center, decked out in Brooklyn gear, saying that you're best in the team? I can't, I can't accept that, Joe. I can't accept that. So I, I had to get at Remy on Twitter. We had a back and forth. I had to let him know my displeasure with that. Wow, I did not know that. And Mike's my guy for many years. I thought he was with us. He's on here. He's he's on the... Yo, he's, front, he's, he's fronting, Joe. Hold you got, up, you got right to talk there. to him. Hold up. Stay right there. Yeah. Send him a request. See if he want to get on the hot seat. Know what I'm saying? We could there's this new thing you could throw all three of them in. There. Oh, let's go. Let's go. I'm ready. Get up, just ask for him. I, you know, because damn, I've been going to games with Michael Rappaport for 20 years. Yeah. Don't believe it. Don't believe it, Joe. He trying to come back now that the team is winning. But Joe, he, he he's not he's not authentic, man. He, I had to call him out, Joe. I had to call him out, man. I had to call him out. Listen, my brother, was you worried at any point that Fat Joe was going to cross the bridge? Was you worried at any nah. point? Nah. I, I know you tried and true, man, from, from Terror Squad days, from the Rucker, Rockwood, Starberry, and them. Come on, Joe. I, I, kn I knew you would never cross that bridge, man. No way. No way. Don't spike, right? When they, when they did spike at the garden. I called yeah. them up. Yo, Michael Rappaport was unable to join, they just said. Right now. Running from the smoke. Running from the smoke. Yo. Yo. Oh, my God. Yo, Mike. Running from the smoke, Rappaport. He know. Listen, he know. He don't want that smoke right there. Listen. I go like this. I spoke to Spike behind everybody's back. I see your Spike. It looks better in Brooklyn. They just dish you, you from Brooklyn. If there was ever a chance, it's now. You can be a Brooklyn. He looked at me so disgusted. <laughs> Yo, I fucking been a Knicks fan since I was born. I'm not going to the Nets. And I'm going to tell the fans, because I know they all tuned in. I got on my knees. I dove on the floor. I haven't done this for no man in the world. I had Kyrie Irving in Rock Nation office before he went to Brooklyn. Yeah. I was on my knees, sweating bullets for Nick fans. Like, please, please, you gotta, please. I was on the floor. Jay-Z texted me and said, yo, stop, Joe. Leave the man alone. He's going to Brooklyn. Like, stop. <laughs> Ah, man. Yo, it, it, it was hard to see that, man. It, and, it was hard to see that, bro. And, and were you like me? Were you surprised when they all went over there? Yeah. I mean, Joe, everybody from Stephen A to the cowherd to, you know, people I spoke to was like, it's a done deal. It's a wrap. It's 96%. He's coming. He's coming. And we sitting there waiting on free agency day. And then they dropped the post on Instagram that they both going to Brooklyn. But you know what? The way I look at it, Joe, is that, listen, it's a lot of pressure to, to rock with the Knicks. It's the heaviest jersey in the league. I'm going to tell you something about Joey the Prophet. I'm going to be Joey the Prophet right now. Yeah. Julius Randle is not a one-dimensional player. No. The man got the step back. He got the three-pointer, pull-up jumper, and he could go to the rack. Yeah. That is very dangerous when you're defending this guy because he got multiple moves. Some yeah. guys got the same move, a la Ben Simmons. Uh, yeah. You know, there's guys who got the same move, right? Yeah. So that makes him dangerous. But what makes him even more dangerous is that he's hard. Like, you know you're going to get that work from Julius yeah. Randle. Like uh, Ron Artest in his day. Yeah. Um, I believe in two years, Zion will come to New York City 
and play alongside Julius Randle, and they're going to give people that work in two years. I honestly, honestly believe that. What do you think? Yo, that'll be a crazy combination. You're going to put RJ at the two, Zion at the three, Julius at the four. That'll be kind of filthy, man. But, you know, as you said with Julius, yo, I kind of saw Melo's arsenal in Julius this year. I'm not going to lie to you. I know that might be blasphemy by some. But I saw Julius dipping into Melo's arsenal when you talk about the step back, the turnaround fadeaway jumpers, working off of the elbow. I mean, Julius was shooting 29% from three last year. He's over 40% this year, over 24, 10, and 6, joining some elite company NBA history. He's been the MVP of this team, man. Sleeper on the Knicks. Who's, Who's a sleeper radar that you believe yeah. is going to be a superstar next year or whatever the yeah. case is? I don't know about superstar, but I think Emmanuel quickly, man. I think Emmanuel quickly's on the rise. You know, he was a steal in the draft. They got him like the 25th pick in the draft. Absolute sharpshooter from three already. I think if he gets his point guard skills up to par, if he's able to finish at the basket with a bit more creativity than just the floater, combine that with the three-point game, if he gets his defense up to speed quickly, he's going to be – I think he's going to be a Lou Will prototype for us coming off the bench. I compare him more to Isaiah Thomas, mm. right? Stout. But this guy, uh, Burks. Yeah. If Burks, if they let him let it go, if they let him let it go, I think he could be a big time scorer in the NBA. Meaning, yeah. like, no restrictions. Shoot the rock whenever you feel like it. Yeah. I think I can average 20, 20 some points every night. Yeah, listen, man. Alec Burks is nice, Joe. He just came back recently, showed up at the Spurs game, dropped like 17 points in the third quarter. He's a bucket. He's a bucket getter, man. He's going to be very important to the Knicks in this matchup against the Hawks because he could create, he could get to the basket, draw some fouls, and he could pass. You know, Thibodeau's going to use him as that emergency point guard for us because. You know, Peyton is struggling. We got D-Rose. Burks is going to be an important piece coming off the bench, man. But he's a bucket. Make no mistake. Uh, I really like Trey Young. I, yeah. I really yeah. like Trey Young. He's a problem for anybody. Uh, do you see us getting – now, I'm not saying don't use your emotion. Yeah, yeah. Use your knowledge of the game. Do you see us getting past the Atlanta Hawks? Yeah. And that's not even a motion. I just think there's some matchups that we can exploit there. I think Julie Julie's dropped average 37 a game against him. 37, 50% from three. Julius is going to be cooking. I think Derrick Rose, you factor in Derrick Rose, haven't been battle tested. He's been through the mud before. This is his opportunity to help take the pressure off of Julius as well. We just talked about Burks. I think RJ and Bullock could serve some prominent roles. Listen, Trey Young is going to be a factor. There's no doubt about let it. Let me go. Hold on. Fix the light. Yeah, good. Let me go back to Derrick Rose because I haven't really talked about Derrick Rose. We're yeah. not in the playoffs if it ain't for Derrick Rose. That's a fact. Him being a veteran, uh, all these injuries, and he's so sharp now. He's back in rare form. Um, Derrick Rose, man, this is one hell of a year for him. Yeah. I think he won 16 out the last 20. Ever since he came. Yeah, yeah. Yo, he, he's, he's been a beast for us, man. And, and we talked about Ron Artest. I had met him on my show a couple weeks ago. And he talked about the, the importance of having veterans like a Derrick Rose on your team to show the young guys that, when, when we play in some important games, when the opportunities after to snatch the fourth seed, had to go out there and take it. And Derrick Rose has been out there. He's been a pro's pro for Emmanuel quickly, as I mentioned. A lot of the younger guys, he knew he realized that his tenure in New York didn't end well. Remember, he he went AWOL in that, in that time. And so he was going through some things, but he's bounced back, man. Derrick Rose is a true point guard for this Knicks team. He's an X factor for this team. He's a closer for this team. Yeah, and as I said, he's going to take that pressure off of Julius, which is critical, man. Yeah, um, 
I, I, I'm giving Obi Toppin one more year. Yeah. Just like RJ, it took him his second year to really, really shine. I believe that Obi Toppin's uh, a lot. Um, and I think next year be his year. Um, let's shift gears to the Lakers. They got that one off for Golden State. Who wins that? I'm still going with the Lakers, Joe. LeBron and AD need to be healthy. Even last night against the Pelicans to close out the season, LeBron was shaking up. His ankle's not right. AD left. His, his toe's hurting him. So they got to be careful with that. I still think they have enough to get past the Warriors. You know Steph is going to be lighting it up, but the Lakers' defense is still nice. They're still playing championship-caliber defense. I still got to go with their two big-headed monsters, their two superstars. I think they'll get past Golden State in the playing game. I'm sad. Uh, <laughs> athletes. No, no, I'm sad when athletes get hurt, even if I don't like them. Yeah, because yeah. They work all their life to get to this point, and then uh, they become injury-prone. I'm hoping this isn't the last of LeBron's greatness because he's been invincible. Yeah. He's given us – he's 36. He still dunks. He still knows to get – he's still incredible. He looks like he's 18. But yeah. sooner or later, father time knocks on the door. Yeah. And this season is looking like father time, meaning yeah. he comes for one day, his ankle hurts, AD, God bless him, top five player in the NBA, but he's fragile, bro. Yeah. Every single time he touches the ball, I don't care if his finger, look, you just said his toe. You know, he gets hit on the cheek. He sits yeah. out for two court. He did, the guy's soft, bro. Yeah, and yeah. He's so skillful, he wants to finesse it, but the league figured out, oh, no, you're going to have to bump bodies. You're going to have to bring that work to yeah. win. We let you finesse us. He has a problem. He might get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, AD susceptible to those injuries, man. And, and even though he had success playing the five in the bubble, I thought that was his best performance, and they won the chip. He doesn't want to play the five. So that's why they brought in Andre Drummond, because AD can't really bang like that. You, you know, he, he's susceptible to those injuries. But on the LeBron topic, man, we got we to gotta appreciate it while he's here. We got to give him his flowers, Joe, because for 18 straight years, he's been holding the league down as the man, as, as, the, as the best in the league. And I don't know who's going to be that guy when LeBron leaves, man, but I just hope this isn't the beginning of the end, like you said. Yeah, man, I love LeBron, and we get so spoiled. Like, we never thought, rest in peace, Kobe, we didn't think he would die. But watching the end, the end of his career, it never felt like he was going to leave, and then came the last day. Yeah. So it's going to happen sooner or later. Uh with LeBron, and he's scaring me because it's looking like sooner than later. Because LeBron went 17 years without an injury. Yeah. We thought he was Superman. And so um, now that he's getting hurt and, you know, I just don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to last this, this. I mean, he's going to last his career. I just don't know if he won't get injured throughout these playoffs. And they, they're in for a crime, man. Anthony Davis. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're going to be in for a battle. If they get past Golden State, they got to come up against Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and a hot, tough Phoenix Suns team. I still think they could get past them if LeBron and AD are healthy. Uh, but there's no doubt. They're they going to be in for a crime, man. Listen, the NBA to me, Fat Joe, you can kill me if you want, but it's based on big men. So all that little shit and all that, you know, shout out my brother Stevie Franchise and Casino <laughs> Mobley, AI, all the little guys, they put on. But at the end of the day, it's the big boys. It's the Joel Embiid's, the Shats, the yeah. Jokers. The, you need a big boy. 
if you ain't, you know, you can't finesse. You can't, not when you're playing seven games in a row, big against little. You're not going to win. And so if LeBron and AD are healthy, they win. Where I'm scared for them is the Clippers against the Lakers. Yeah. Rondo changes everything for me. Big time. Rondo Big time. is a champ. Rondo sees the floor like no other. Big time. Rondo is, is, is he's a champ. He changed the whole game for me. Yeah. Yo, Rondo, that's what got the, I thought he was an X Factor for the Lakers in the bubble. You know, now he goes to the Clippers. That's what the Clippers needed last year in the bubble. They didn't have a point guard, a solid point guard option. Now you got Rondo with the Clippers coming off the bench. It's a deep team. You could be the most skilled player in the you, you could be the most athletic player in the world. Nothing's better than this IQ. Rondo yeah. has a championship IQ. Is he better than Trey Young? Is he better? No, he's not better than them. But he will make the right play. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When it comes to making decisions, Rondo's right up there with the best of them. And I think he's going to give the Clippers, he could give them the edge. If LeBron and, and, and AD aren't healthy going into that conference finals, I think they will meet in the conference finals. LeBron and AD ain't healthy. That Clipper team is very deep. They shoot the three very well. You still got Kawhi and Paul George. And then I think Rondo could be the X Factor, Serge Ibaka as well. So it's a deep team. I picked the Clippers over the Lakers. Me. Mm. Rondo. Yeah. Yeah. This is Paul, be tough. George. Paul George is the A-Rod of basketball. <laughs> the season, he looks amazing. Slam dunks. Yeah. Grand slams. But when the playoff come up, he strike He's out. out of He's out of there. Boy, yeah. I think with Kawhi, who's a killer, and now you got another killer in Rondo. I believe they're going to pull that off. Just my opinion. Out yeah. the East, I know we're the biggest Knicks fans in the world. If the Knicks don't go, yeah. who do you think comes out the East? Yo, right now, Milwaukee's tough. I can't hate on the Nets, Joe. They got three of the most elite. One-on-one -on -one isolation scores in the game. I can't do it, Joe. I can't do it, Joe. I thought I thought we was being honest here, man. Yeah, they won't lose. I'm sorry, Knicks fans in the chat. I'm, I'm just being honest, man. New York, New York, Brooklyn, I have a chip. Brooklyn's going to have a chip. Yeah, um, yeah. And I didn't think it would come this year. I thought the Lakers would take it this year. But with these guys being hurt, um, I don't, I don't, I, I think Brooklyn to take the chip. Now, shout out to my man E Philly because he's saying Philly, Philly, Philly. Um, <laughs> they have a legitimate chance as everybody else. I trust the process. I believe in Embiid, but I coached not on the NBA level, but a street basketball rucker. The rucker. Have three elite, elite, beyond superstar players, top five yeah. dead or alive on one team. They play in AU. They play Gauchos. Yeah. They, they know how to play. Yeah. The Knicks is in the playoffs because they know how to play. They play team ball, and playing as a team. You don't need big, big superstars if you play real ball. Golden State showed us that. Clay Thompson wasn't supposed to be a super-duper star. They played yeah. ball, and then everybody became superstars. So now what I'm saying is, when you go Brooklyn, they know how to play together. They know what to do. I just think they yeah. too elite. And I thought, they, I thought that they would lose this year to the Lakers, but if the Lakers, uh, if they keep getting hurt, it's not going to happen. It's, it's, it's not going to happen, Joe. With Harden coming back, him in the pick and roll is going to be automatic. Whether it's him scoring, him facilitating, it's going to make everything easier for Kyrie, Katie, Joe Harris is lethal from three. They too deep. 
And and when in the playoffs, when things slow down in the half court, you need guys that can get you a bucket on their own. And they got three guys that can do it for you. You just saw Kyrie Irving. We talked about him earlier. He just hit the 50, 40, 90 club. 50% field goal percentage, 40% from three, 90% from the free throw line. You know KD's your closer. He could be a closer. He's a bucket. Blake Griffin playing well. They got Blake running at the five. You know, they got they got some guns off the bench. It's hard to talk talk highly of the Nets, but we just got to keep it a buck, man. It, it, with those three elite stars, I don't see them losing. If they don't win, they a bust. It's the biggest embarrassment in sports, bro. I, t- I told that to Max Kellman every chance I get. It's the biggest embarrassment in sports if they don't win. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm excited. They say Dolan is going to bring 13,000 fans in the 13. stadium. Yeah. We're going to really hear that New York crowd in there. Yeah. They played with, I mean, I went there, I was there yesterday for the clinch. It's yeah. like, it's sad to see, you know, an arena with 300 people. We're going to get them people back in there, 13,000 people. Yeah. Uh, I like how we look against Atlanta. If we beat Atlanta, who do we play? More Probably like- Philly. Philly. It's going to be Philly. It's going to be Philly. It's a real one. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be tough. I'm going Knicks in seven, Joe. I like it that we got the extra home game. It's going to be a dog fight. I'm against going Knicks the- instead. No, no, no. Against the Hawks. Against the Hawks. Yeah, yeah. I got the Knicks. Yeah, against yeah. I don't, I don't like that matchup. I think Embiid is going to be too dominant. Uh, they're a solid defensive team. You got Tobias, the Long Island native. He's an all-star. Didn't make it, but he, he's playing at that level. They're a good defensive team, Joe. I, I'm just not – I don't think we can get past yeah, Really? I think I never told you this in my life. Fuck you, E. Philly. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he over there. He got the laughing sides. He got the laughing side. Like yo, man, the Philly gonna be a hand. Man. It's gonna be a handful. It, they gonna be a handful, man. They yeah. gonna be a handful because they big. I keep trying to tell you that when it yeah, comes yeah. to the playoffs and the chip, big. Yeah, and B Dwight Howard coming off the bench. No, no, what do I have? I have a pretty decent season off the bench as well, but Embiid having an MVP caliber season. All right, my brother. God bless you, man. Who is the MVP? I say the Joker. 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 It's his time. We got to give him his due, Joe. He was a second-round pick. Give that man his respect. They coast him without Jamal Murray. He's putting it up points, rebounds, assists. If you love basketball and you're a real fan of the sport, and you love how the game is played, don't lie to yourself. Give it to the Joker. The Joker Give it to the Joker. Yeah. Hard-earned, man. He, he, he earned it. Second-round pick, Joe. He's earned it. He always has the nuggets up Yeah, man. The Joker, he's too elusive. Yeah. He reminds yeah. me, God bless my brother, John Strick. He passed away from the Rucker. Yeah. This man. Finish could, your breakfast. He could do everything. Finish your breakfast. He could Back. do everything. And the Joker reminds me of him. The Joker's too elusive. You know, he got everything in this arsenal, man. He's a maestro. He's a maestro, Joe. I have my brother continue supporting and loving the Knicks because I'm right here with you to the wheels fall off. Yes, sir. Appreciate the opportunity, Joe. Thanks for having me, man. Peace, my brother. You All right, bro. Recommended. He comes well recommended from the legendary Chuck D. A public enemy. He said, Joe, you want to talk Knicks? Bring my guy on. And you don't know who I know. This year, the New York Knicks are overachievers. By any means necessary. We are going to make the playoffs exciting. Don't let the Knicks get on some fire shit. Because then New York, we don't know how to act. And I love all you guys. But you from all over the world. You from every other city. You know New York don't know how to act when they on top. You 
guys don't want that smoke. You don't want that feeling. You don't want the Knicks on fire like that. Tibbs, coach of the year, yes. My good brother, Ro Paris, said, hey, when the season starts, I don't like your coach like that. I don't like him for the style. And hey, man, coach of the month, coach of the year. Melbourne Moore, how are you? Living legend. All right, guys. Yo, Billy Blanco, what's up, my brother? I love you. Uh, let your darkest moments bring your most clarity. Meaning, Billy Blanco, when you did that fed time and people were staying away from you and you called me up and you said, Joe, I need you to come to Fort Dix and perform for the prisoners. Fat Joe said right away, took Lord Finesse with me. In your darkest days, I showed you your most clarity that I'm with you through thick and thin. Now, if you go through hard times, the people ain't there with you, they're never going to be there with you. So stop lying to yourself like they're your friends or they're your family. God is great. Keep the faith. I should not have to say that to you. Faith and belief is all we got. Love God in good and bad times. Now there's people who want to worship God in church. People who want to worship God. Every... Listen, man. Every relationship with God is tailor-made. We all doing God's work. If you believe in God and you believe in love, and righteousness, you will pray for peace in Jerusalem and Palestine. No more killings. Either way, it's time for our president to speak up forcefully and try to stop what's going on out there. Peace, y'all, the biggest in the game.